the occult, the news, and plenty of booze. Welcome to the One Drunk Hole Podcast. Here's your host, Witch Dragon. Hello everyone, good evening. This is Witch Dragon for One Drunk Hole Podcast. I hope everyone's doing well. I hope everyone's doing great. And quite frankly, I hope everyone's doing, well, having a good Sunday. And of course, I hope everyone's just doing good. So, before I repeat myself 20 times, let's get on with it. I know I, I, I've taken a little bit of time away from the podcast. Quite frankly, I've, ha- I've had some stuff going on. I still do. I won't pretend I don't. However, however... I'm getting at least most of that handled, and quite frankly, I had to think of a few topic ideas, so I need a little time to get to it. So, without further ado, yes, I know, I like saying so a lot. What can I say? If all of you don't know, you know now. So, good evening, and welcome to the show. So, let's get on with the basics first, shall we, y'all? First off... We're going to do a quick review of Raspberry Sparkle Teeny by Verde. It's in a small bottle, enough for one cup, or two very small cups, or two very small glasses anyway, which basically is one one glass if you ask me. Which is fun if you just want only one glass of wine or sparkle, or sparkling wine, or champagne. Well, it's not really champagne, it's more like a sparkling wine, really. More like a sparkling wine if you ask me. But nonetheless, it's raspberry, and I'm going to have some for you. So hopefully I won't get too drunk when we're doing this show. Mm. Very good. It's light. It's crisp. It's to the point. It tastes like raspberry, but not overpowering. Excuse me, not overpowering on any flavor. It's all balanced. And just perfect for me. So I hope everyone takes a try of this Sparkle Teeny by Verde. It's in a small bottle. I, don't, I haven't seen any bigger bottles of it. But if you're just looking for a, one glass of Sparkle wine. Or something airy and, and clean but not too fizzy. This is your wine. So I hope everyone likes it. Thank you. I also want to take a time to thank you all for your support in this show. And I thank each and every last listener who listened to this. Thank you for your support as always. Okay, so now that we've got all that settled, we're going to go into story time before we get to the main event. However, i got to be honest. Whew, where do I begin? I'm thinking of doing stuff on witches and witchcraft and Wicca. But I don't know if I want to do all of it at the same time or make it in more to like mini series. You know, like there's times where I'll maybe do a deep dive. I'm not really sure yet, but at some point I will. I don't know if I'll do that before Halloween or after or Samhain just because I don't want it to be too stereotypical because witches are not just for Halloween. So I don't know. Or if I just do a, a show on Samhain. I don't, I don't really know. 
I'm going to have to figure that one out. Even if it's a tad late, I, I don't know. But we're going to figure that out. And I also got to be honest, I, I also might want to do more shows along that, but also do shows on missing women and men who aren't always covered in the news, or at least who aren't covered in the news as much. Now, I may not go make it a whole show about it, but at least read up on it, you know, in the beginning. So I really don't know where I'm going with this. But I have at least a basic plan. Well, I guess at some point all of you will find out. And I do want to go into more occult topics and more occult stuff. Not necessarily to make it, how do I say, mainstream, but just to, just to breathe it, it's just as valid. No more, no less than anything else. So, there you go. We're going to figure it out. But anyway, here's what's going on in my little story time. Whew, Lord, it has, I have been going through it this week, y'all. Although not as bad as other people, thankfully. Well, my little friend isn't really talking to me at this point. Mm. Long story short, I kind of pulled back when he kissed me. And, well, he's not exactly thrilled and thinks I'm playing a game with him. Blah, 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 blah. Listen, I did pull back, y'all. I ain't gonna lie, and I ain't gonna pretend I didn't do it. And I ain't gonna pretend I feel bad about it. But I did. As for game, as for games, well, I'm not really playing a game, per se. More like, I guess I had something to finish out. So, a game in that sense, I guess. But not a game as in me being malicious. But I told, but but in my defense, if there is one, I did say I don't know how I feel, and I don't know if it if it ever changed. But I don't know. Maybe I wasn't being clear enough, which I'm I'm sure that's entirely possible. <sighs> it's never easy being, well, never be easy being anybody. If you really want to get blunt with you, and it's definitely sometimes not being po easy being polyamorous, which <laughs> I think I'm going to do a show on that at some point. Or married and balance the word of being married and dating at the same time. But I will say is I liked him as a friend more than anything else. Although certain things were kind of getting on my nerves. Although in his defense I'm sure certain things I do get on his nerves too. Clearly case in point. Which is bound to happen. But I will say I at least feel done now. But not in a malicious way, not in an evil way, not even in a hateful way. Unlike wannabe pimp, I at least feel there's an ending now. So I can at least feel like I can go forward. As much as I can go forward with anything in my life anyway. So there's that. <sighs> I just don't know. But who am I kidding? Yes, I do. At least I have a clue. So, anyway. I guess I'm trying to figure out, so I'm really trying to get to. I'm trying to figure me out. I'm trying to figure this out. I'm trying to figure everything out. And sometimes, sadly, mistakes are bound to happen. 
like I said, maybe I wasn't being clear enough. Maybe I wasn't being honest enough with myself or him. Not inherently to be mean, but maybe I wasn't. And I might have to kind of take some responsibility for that. But I also do feel done. So I will say that. But not in a malicious, oh, I'm, I'm so perfect. No, I wish I could say that. I'd probably be a lot happier. Although I probably wouldn't be the most accurate, so... Hmm. I guess there's that, right? <laughs> Lord, I don't know. But... I will say this. I am thankful for finally at least getting that out of my system. But there's just some things I just can't agree with. Certain things we are talking about. Now, oddly enough... There's a lot of things we did agree on, and there's some things we don't. And some things I have to secretly get the side eye to. Let me say this once again. I am not saying I'm some perfect person that never did anything wrong. Please. I'm sure, as the kids would say, I have some cringe sides to me, too. I do. I'm not necessarily apologizing for it, because none of us are perfect, but, you know, I can't say, oh, it's all you that's wrong. No, 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 no. I'm sure I say some cringy-ass things, too, at the time, so. Oh, well. Like I said, I am thankful for the opportunity to at least get that out, so. There's that, and I wish my little friend well. I still have the wine, too, which I'm not drinking right now. I'm going to save that. But he has got better at making wine, and I still give him that. Okay. Well, anyway, I don't want to keep talking about this, and I think y'all will probably get bored after the first two minutes of it. Or at least, I don't know. Eh. Anyway, there's really not much else to tell, really. So, I'm not going to repeat myself 20 times. More than usual, anyway. Trying to keep it two. Or at least three. I'm working on that, as you can see. We're a work in progress here. Anyway. So, outside of that, things have been not not horrible, just trying to get paperwork together, trying to get things done, just ugh, just trying to get shit done. So in that sense, my life is a little bit, oh, but is it horrible? No, 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 not horrible. Just, ugh, just trying to make sure I run around without my head cut off. And of course, trying to run into River Fox so we can talk, and it's been going mostly good on that one. Oh, by the way, again, since he's the one that made my intro, if you all need your intros for your shows, please email me so I can email him so I can forward you to each other because he does really good work, and then he can tell you his prices. So, shout out to River Fox on that one. Oh, yeah. Also, my email, incidentally, is PSI. W-O-R-K-1-0-1 at yahoo.com. If anyone has suggestions for me to, for things to review, like wine, stouts, beer, other things, CBD products, or better still, you want to mail me some stuff to review and or suggest, email me and I can give you my address so you can send me some stuff to review. Anyway, you get the idea. So, 
let me just throw it out there. Because as some people say, closed mouth never get fed. So, girl, let me just put it out there. Anyway, until then, there's always stuff for me to find a review. I might even start throwing some book reviews up in here at some point. But for now, there you go. All right, is there any other major, not even major, even quasi-storytelling for me to tell? Ugh, shit, I don't know. I don't think so. So you know what, let's get on with it. Because otherwise, I'm just going to be like trying to think of, what, what am I going to talk about? Honestly, oh, yeah. There's just one more thing, and then we'll get right to the main event. Because, you know, we don't need to take all day with this. Okay. As some of you know, for better or worse, I have been keeping up with the Gabby Petito case or situation. I don't know. Should I say situation or is it really more of a case? Well, it doesn't really, I mean, it matters, but... Brian Laundry or Landry. I don't know. Should I Is it pronounced Landry or Laundry? I don't know. Whatever. Um, well, he's still on the run and he's being looked for for credit card fraud. Not so much murder at the moment. And... I'm not going to say he's guilty or not. He's innocent until proven guilty in a court of law, as he should be. It's just a big old mess. And it's like, really? I don't know. It really breaks my heart, no matter how you want to slice it, though. Because no matter what, it's just sad. I feel bad for all of her parents, from her biological parents to her step-parents, to everyone else who loves her. I feel bad for her. I also feel bad for the other people in the world who's been who had cases like this who aren't talked about in the media, which, like I said, we'll have to talk about that some more. But it just makes me feel so sad. You know, I understand some people are getting on the parents for helping him, allegedly, or defending him, maybe, supposedly, etc. I don't know. Maybe they're not. I don't know. See, I've been thinking about that. I get the outrage. I'm not saying they should. No, 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 no. I'm not saying they should, but I get it. Technically, while I may not encourage that, I honest to goodness would have been more surprised if they didn't help him directly or indirectly, allegedly, if they did. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. I'm not surprised. I would be more surprised if they didn't, actually. Now, I get how most parents say, I would not help my kid, blah, 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 in that way. Maybe a lawyer, blah, which I understand, but I make him face the consequences. Well, you know, and that's fine, and I, and I guess that's natural, too. But I hate to say it, and this is no disrespect to anybody, and I'm not here to change anyone's mind about anything. Quite the opposite. No, it's more... I would have been more surprised if they didn't help him. I would have been more surprised if they're not allegedly doing this. That's the part where I would be more surprised about. Doing this allegedly? I'm not surprised. Am I saying they should? No, of course not. But do I get it? Yes. And if I had to be honest, which is much as it pains me to admit this, I don't know, unfortunately, if I would be any better than the laund than the laundries or landries. I don't know if I'd be better. I'm not saying I want my children doing some fuck shit, but if I had to be honest with myself and y'all, I don't know if I'd be any better than them. I honestly think I'd be worse. And I hate admitting that. I hate admitting that to myself. But I think I would. 
Now, does that condone that? Absolutely not. I would be just as wrong as them if, allegedly, if they did do it. Or if not worse, because I know better. I fully admit that. I would hope I would do the right thing and, you know, get them to turn themselves in and we get a lawyer and we go from there and we fight it, you know. I, I definitely know I would do, do the whole lawyer thing regardless. Because everyone deserves a defense. I just don't know if I'd be any better than his parents, allegedly. I, I don't know if I would. I wish I could say I would be better. I just don't know if I would, though. And it saddens me and it kind of sickens me a little bit that I would kind of think about, even remotely, even though it would be wrong, doing the same thing. Again, let me reiterate, I'm not proud of that. I don't think it's good. That I, that I think I would. I don't think it's something to be proud of. I, not at all. I think it's some fuck shit on my part. Let me, let's me let be blunt. But, fuck shit or not, I just don't know if I'd be better. Anyway. So, to me, just to close off that part, do I think, am I, rather, am I surprised they're doing all this? Allegedly. No, I'm not. I would have been more surprised if they weren't. That's the part I would have been more surprised at. So, do I have this outrage that they're doing it? No. Am I saying anyone else is wrong for it? No. I'm just not surprised. Anyway, I do hope the FBI, or whoever finds them, and hopefully there's some answers. Maybe. And has his day in court. Again, innocent until proven guilty. Let's remember that. I don't want him harmed because that's not going to help anybody. Well, I don't think it would anyway. Although, but I don't advocate it. But let me also reiterate this before we go forward. I feel so bad for her, for her whole family. From her parents to her step-parents to everyone else in between. I am so sorry for your loss. Not that I think any of you would listen to my podcast, of course, but nonetheless, I'm still so sorry. It's so horrible to outlive your child, especially in this way. I don't think most of us will ever truly understand how you feel. And I hope and I hope we don't. Not even to, to understand your pain. But all I can do is give my condolences. Just like I can all I can do is give my condolences to all the other missing people in the world. Whose families have no answers as well. Well, switching gears, because I don't know how to top that. So we're just going to go forward now. Alright, going to the main event, and tonight's topic is rainbows. I know, it sounds contradictory after we talked about what we talked about. But, unfortunately and fortunately, life must go on, and even... Sometimes we need a little bit of, we need a little bit of happiness, even in this world. Although it kind of do go into to this topic too, because apparently her, either her stepmother or her mother has saw a double rainbow when they were going to find Gabby or find her body. So even that kind of fits what we're talking about in a weird way. So there's that. And I might be misquoting what was said, so please forgive me. I'm, I, I almost have a feeling I am misquoting it. But I heard one of them found a, a double rainbow 
when they are trying to get answers about Gabby or find, well, you know, her, her, her body. And I hate referring to her that way, but yeah, you get the idea. All right, so let's move forward because otherwise we'll just, I am not trying to depress nobody or myself right now. Moving on, so we're going to start with the first part of Rainbows and do a little bit of reading. As some of you may know about the Norse pantheon, which I'm going to read a little bit about Norse mythology, or at least the North gods, at least a little bit. I may not read that much, but we'll read a little bit. As you know, the Nor in the Norse pantheon, depending which part you're going to, either Asgard or, I think Asgard, is mostly the one with the rainbow bridge. How you have to cross it to go to Asgard or to Valhalla. Well, or both. Well, either way, you know there's the Rainbow Bridge. So, speaking of Rainbow Bridge, let's read about, let's at least read some of the Norse gods. And I'm looking right on Google. You type in Norse gods, you can find a whole bunch of shit or other great mythology books. So, you know, I'm not looking at anything super special here. But you just gotta love the internet, even Google sometimes. Although I might want to try duck go or whatever one of these anyway that's not the point of the story so let's begin shall we everyone the norse gods and goddesses odin the supreme deity of norse missile if i can talk that'd be great start off with feeling odin the supreme deity of norse missile mythology mythology there we go and the greatest among the Norse gods was Odin, the all-father of the Aesir. Frigg, Odin's wife. Frigg was a paragon of beauty, love, fertility, and, and fate. Well, good for her. No, I mean that with love, y'all. Then there's Baldar, Loki, Thor. Not from the movies, y'all, but, you know, Thor. Freya, Freyrg. Let me pronounce that god's name. F-R-E-Y-R -E and Hamadal. I'll pronounce him. H-E-I-M-D-A-L double L. There you go. So, there's that. Now, and here's some Norse mythology book. As Norse, if I can pronounce words, that'd be great. Take two, Witch Dragon. Norse mythology books. Say it with my chest. All right. That, you know, we could all probably take a look at either Norse mythology, Norse gods and goddesses, Penguin Book of the Norse, you know, goddesses and gods, you know, whatever. And Poetic Edda. I guess the Edda poetry. You know, so, you know, a few ideas if you want to read a little bit further. I'm all, I mean, anyway, let me not repeat myself, but you get the idea. And, of course, I'm on a site right now. Just in case anyone wants to know, people can read at their leisure. Centerofexcellence.com slash Norse Gods and Goddesses. With a couple dashes in between. There you go. All right. Just to let anyone know. I mean, we're going to skip ahead a, a little bit. Because I'm not going to read the whole darn thing. But we'll, we'll read a little bit more about at least, um, you know what? We'll read, we'll read up till that. Well, 
you get the idea. We're just going to read information. We're... Anyway, let me stop. Like I said, I'm trying to work on not repeating myself every five seconds here. So, bear with me. I still have some kinks to work out. Okay. So, we're going to start with the top, Odin. Like we read earlier, the supreme deity of Norse mythology and the greatest among the Norse gods, right, was Odin, the all-father of the Aesir. Mm-hmm. Right. We had that before. He was the awe-inspiring ruler of Asgard and most revered immortal. Revered. Revered. Say it again. Revered, everyone. Who was on an un... What was that? Was on an unrelenting quest. There we go. Unrelenting, y'all. Quest for knowledge with his two ravens, two wolves, and the Valkyries. Anyway, we're not... I think we'll have to do a deep dive on Valkyries at some point, y'all. And we have a few in our family. Anyway, and that's all we're going to say for right now. Because you ain't ready for all that. No, you're not. But you will be. Anywho, we get weird around here. Moving on. Oh, by the way, you can go to the page. CenterExcellence.com slash Norse. Couple slashes, gods and goddesses. I'll, I'll put the link in the in the in the description. That way you know. And you can read without my conjectures if it bothers you. Anyway, moving right along. He is the god of war. Well, damn, it's like that. And being delightfully paradoxical. Mm, I know about that paradox shit. Enough said. The god of poetry and magic. Mm, if, that ain't po if that ain't paradoxical, nothing says it. He is famous for sacrificing one of his eyes in order to be able to see the cosmos more clearly in his thirst for wisdom saw him hang from the world tree. Yogistral. I can't pronounce that word. And I study some of those sometimes. Y-G-G-R-D-R-A-S-I-L. Don't ask me to pronounce it, y'all. I have to spell it for you. Spell it like I'm special. Like I'm special. Anyway. For nine days and nine nights... Until he was blessed with the knowledge of the runetic alphabet. Well, I guess if you're willing to go through all that, you better get something out of a girlfriend. Oh, card. His, un his unyielding nature granted him the opportunity to unlock numerous mysteries of the universe. Now, let that be a lesson to all you, including myself. By the way, I am not advocating cutting out your eye. Please, God, don't. Oh, and shout out to Jason Momoa side note. I hope your eye's okay. During what happened to Aquaman 2. Not saying Amber Heard did it on purpose. Things happen. But yeah, I hope your eyes okay, boo. Oof. Anyway, shout out to Jason Momoa. Not that he knows who I am or gives a fuck. But let you all recover. Like I said, I'm not saying we have to cut our eye for knowledge. We have it too easy and too good today. No. But let's, if he can do some... Crazy ass shit, quote unquote, to get the knowledge that he needs. Well, let us learn to be let us learn to be half as dedicated and better than ourselves. That's what I'm saying. Okay, again, don't don't be self harming yourselves, people. I'm being dead serious. All right, moving on. Frigg, Owen's wife. Owen's wife, Frigg, was a paragon of beauty, love, fertility, which we read, and fate. She was a Mighty Queen of Asgard. Well, you go, girl. A venerable Norse goddess. Well, you better do the damn thing. Who was gifted with the power of divination. Girl, I know that's right. 
and yet was surrounded by an air of secrecy. Girl, I know that's right. Mm -mm. She was the only goth allowed to sit next to her husband. I see. Well, hey, who am I to judge? Back in the day, they had different things, I guess. You better do with the damn thing, girlfriend. Anyway, moving on. Frigg was a very productive mother. Protective mother. I'm sorry, I'm saying productive. I mean, I guess she was productive too, but protective mother. So she took an oath from the elements, beasts, weapons, and poisons. God damn. That they would not injure her brilliant, loving son. She got it like that, y'all. Balder, her trust was betrayed by Loki. Well, say it again, girl. A most deceitful god. Well, I hate when that happens. Hate that when that happens. We're going to read about Loki in a little while, y'all. Because I fucking cannot and will not. Mm-mm. Nope. No, ma'am. Now, Boldar. Boldar. Frigg and Odin are the parents of Boldar. Who was described as living between heaven and earth. Well, clearly he will, girl. Boldar was an autonomy of... Epitome. Epitome. There we go. I got it. Epitome of resi- resilience. Radiance. Well, I guess resilience too, but radiance. God damn it. I gotta pronounce these damn words better. Radiance. He's an epitome of radiance. Say it again. Epitome of radiance. All right. Beauty, kindness, and fairness. Well, he best be. That's all I got to say. He was believed to be immortal, but he was killed with mistletoe. Not the mistletoe. Girl. You better stop. Not the mistletoe. The Golden Burrow. Burr. What the fuck? Hold on. I got to spell it for y'all because it must be one of those struggle words for me today. B-O-U-G-H. Burr. Burr. Yeah, that's a struggle word. I spelled it for y'all. That contained both his life and his death. Well, I guess it did. Shit. I know it did for me. Now it must be a struggle word today for me. Anyway, next, Loki. And not like Loki from Disney Plus, by the way. Which is a very nice show, FYI. Oh, side note. I saw What If the other night, or whenever the fuck I saw it. I loved it. Well, the Gamora thing kind of threw me off. But anyway, oh, no, I love that. Give it two thumbs up. And I ain't gonna say no more. You gotta go see it for yourself. Okay. Next, back to Loki. The real Loki, or at least what's written in the stories, anyway. I never met Loki myself, so I wouldn't know how he is. For all I know, I met him without realizing it. But girl, I never met him consciously, so we're just going to leave it at that. Okay. Loki was a, mischie- was a mischievous god who could shapeshift, well, I can relate, and could take up animal forms. <laughs> I can relate. Okay. Again, you ain't ready for all that type of conversation, so mm-mm. next. He can ski. He conceived. I bet he did. A scheme to cause the death of Baldar. Ain't that some bullshit? Some jealous bitches. Now I don't mean to call him a bitch, but girl, you know the tea. You better stop. I need me some red tea right now. I'll tell you that right now. Anywho, upon learning that mistletoe was the only thing that could hurt Baldar, again, not the mistletoe. Who that could hurt Baldur? Yeah, he placed a branch into the hands of the blind god. I bet the bitch did. Hood. Not hood, but hood. Well, maybe it is hood. I don't know. H-O-D. Is it hood or hard? Eh, well, anyway. 
no no disrespect to the gods. I'm just saying. Anyway, and tricked him into throwing it at Boulder, killing him. I get you tricked a blind god into throwing that that I, that's some bitch shit right there. Mm-mm. Again, who am I to judge? But girl, I'm a judging a little bit. Not that you care, not that I should, but mm, anyway, no disrespect. Because we have reverence for the gods up in here. I'm sorry, but we do. Anyway, let me move on. Before I get fixated, because no one wants that. Moving forward, Freya. Oh, I'm sorry, I skipped ahead, y'all. Next is Freya after Thor. And not like Thor from the movies, although... Well, you know. I think I kind of met Thor once. Or at least I think I did. Or at least... I mean, I don't know. He could look so many... Anyway, again, moving on, moving on. See, I gotta keep myself on track. Shit, we don't got time for this. Anyway, Thor. Thor was Odin's most widely known son. Mm, I bet he was. He was a protector of humanity and the powerful god of thunder. Yes, he is. Who wielded a hammer named Major. See, am I pronouncing this? Major by Nor. Girl, hold on. M-J-O-L-L-N-I-R. It's a quasi-circle word for me today. Among the Norse gods, he was known for his bravery, bravery, which should not be a struggle word, bravery. Say it with my chest again, y'all. Bravery. Strength, healing powers, and righteousness. I might need to call on Thor for some of that, okay? Anyway, don't judge. Don't judge. Moving on. Shout out to Thor, y'all. Not that he probably would remember me. Not that he'd care. But shout out to Thor anyway. Go, Thor. All right. Moving the fuck on. Freya. I hope that God I'm pronouncing her name right. I think I am. My friend's wife's name is Freya. And I think I kind of met Freya, but maybe I'm confused her with Freya. No, I, I, I think I thought Freya was Thor's wife. Well, yeah, I made a confusion. Sorry, y'all. I hope they can forgive me. My ignorance at the time. I was such a young thing. I'm still young and I'm still learning. Shout out to Freya. Forgive my ignorance, or did you get with Thor too? Well, anyway, it's not my business, and please forgive me for my ignorance. No disrespect intended. I take a knee for the goddesses and gods. That's something I would take a knee for, y'all. No disrespect. I'm just making a point. Anyway, back to Freya. Freya was one of the most sensual and passionate goddesses goddesses in Norse mythology. I knew I liked that girl, woman, goddess, entity. I knew the reason why I liked her. No one, I think I confused her. Anyway, we're not going to go over that again. She was associated with much of the same qualities for Egg. Well, no wonder I confused them two heifers. I should not call them heifers. That's so disrespectful. Please forgive me, goddesses. I know not what I do sometimes. And I'm being dead serious. I don't play with the goddesses and gods up in here. We respect the goddesses and gods. New and old. Okay. Side note to a story. Some little asshole once. Well, I played a role in that too. Was all telling about new gods and so on. Which I'm not saying that was the problem. But the problem is. 
he let his fucking parents tell him how to tell me certain things. When if he didn't want to talk to me, he should just talk. He should just told me himself. So without saying mentioning your parent, thinking, oh, we don't think you should talk to him anymore. Blah blah blah. He has too many issues or emotional. Blah blah blah. Well, I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but you know. Now I ain't gonna say they're wrong per se. I certainly did take things a little too far at times. Not in the crazy I'm gonna stab you kind of way. More like probably letting people get to me for bullshit even though they play a part in it too. But I could have been a little better, so I'm certainly guilty. You know, I'm not going to say he's wrong, but I'm going to say he didn't have to tell me his parents at all. He could have just told me his dang goddamn self. Anyway, although, incidentally, I think I'm mostly over that. I haven't thought of it in years. But he was a bitch anyway, so fuck him. And I mean in the nicest way possible. Anyway. And I realize, you know, it really is a blessing in disguise, I realize. Okay, I still have to learn not to take things so personally, y'all. But, well, I'm a work in progress. Like the rest of the world is. Anyway, I'm sorry, I'm rambling. And back to Freya. That's so disrespectful to the goddess Freya. I'm sorry, Freya. Please forgive me. I know not what I do sometimes. But I'm going to work on that. Now, I'm going to have to read that over again, y'all. I'm sorry. Because Freya deserved better than that. Period. So please be patient with me. Freya was one of the most sensual, passionate goddesses in North mythology. No wonder I relate to that heifer. Mean that with love, not disrespecting you. Please forgive me. Anyway, she was associated with much of the same quality as Frigg. Again, no wonder I confused him. Love, fertility, and beauty. She was she was the sister of Frigg. Frig, Frig, Frig? Refer, not Freya, but Freya. F-R-E-Y-R. Freya? Am I pronouncing his name right? See, that is so wrong. Anyway, please forgive me for, if I'm pronouncing your name real country. I'm so sorry about that. You deserve better. You really do. Freya was one of the god, with the god of fertility. I don't know why I say was, is, but whatever. Was a god of fertility. And one of the most respected gods of the Vanner clan. Oh, side note, there's a slight difference between Vanner and Asir, which we may have to go into a deeper dive at some point. Just on a side note, y'all. We might have to have a real story time about them, but anyway. Back to the, the act back to what I said. Was the most respected gods of the Vanner clan. Fur was a symbol of prosperity, pleasant weather conditions, and he was Frequently portrayed with a large phallus. Well, the large phallus. Mm, almost made me pass out. Ooh, that almost made me pass out. Whew. Where's the fan, y'all? I need a fan after hearing all that. I don't know what I'm going to need him for first. Okay, we're not going to be perverted here, but I'm just going to say, we might need him help with the with weather conditions because the global warming shit is a pain in the ass. I think we need him just for that alone. Okay, let me let me not get all. Mm. All right, I'm back. I'm sorry, I got issues today, y'all. I'm actually not drunk. Trust me, that was that was that was not strong enough, and I ate too, so to keep me lucid. So, mm. but I exercise, y'all. So I'm gonna lose some of this fat anyway. You don't. You, you, I'm rambling. I'm sorry. Who you? Who we kidding? We all know I like to ramble here. I don't know why we're pretending otherwise. Stop it. Hemadol. Oh, Lord Jesus. 
H E R M D A A double L. I feel like I'm hooked on fucking phonics up in here. Anyway, shout out to hooked on hooked on phonics. Not that you give a fuck about me, but I'm just saying, hooked on phonics. Probably would help. Anyway, Hamadol, because I don't know. How, I'm not gonna keep spelling, y'all. Known as the shiniest of all god of all gods, due to him having the whitest skin. We're not gonna go there. Well, the son of Odin, and who, who sat atop the Bifrost, the rainbow bridge that connects Asgard, the world of the Asir tribe of gods, with Midgard, the world of humanity, basically, and remained forever on alert. Good lord. I hope he has good dental. Anywho, guarding Asgard against attack. Well, okay. See, it connects the rainbow bridge with the main topic we're going to have. Okay, yes. See, there is a method to my madness up in here. And I learned something new today. I always wonder who guarded the rainbow bridge. Now I know. All right. Anyway, moving on. Hell, not H-E-double-L, but hell, H-E-L. Get it right, y'all, because I got to get it right was a goddess and ruler of the Norse underworld of the same name, also known as Helm. Helm. H-E-H-L-H-E-L-H-E-I-M. Helm. Helm. Okay, let me stop. She has pale skin. Again, we all pale-ass skin. And appears to be death-like. Well, I guess so. She nurtures and houses... Any who enter her realm. Well, I guess someone got to do the damn job. You know what I'm saying? Side note, I think she's also the daughter of Loki. Anyway, I could be wrong, but I think I'm right. Anyway, moving on, allegedly. Vider. V-I-D-A-R. Well, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Vider. Vider. Was another son of the supreme god and grind a giantess. Yeah, I think it's grid. Is it grind or grid? G-R-I-D. I think it's grid, not grind. Well, maybe I'm wrong. I think it's grind. Well, anyway, a giantess. And his powers were matched only by that of Thor. Well, I guess so. Shit. It ought to be. Val. V-A-L-E. Val or Valley? Well, I think it's more Val or Val. Was the son of Odin who avenged Baldur's death by killing Hood. A hod. Is it hood or hod? H-O-D. Is that more like hood or hod? Well, I guess we're going to say hod. Because I don't know if we should say hood. Anyway, the god who pierced Baldar with mistletoe. Well, anyway, he's the one that, who, who pierced that poor god's skin with mistletoe. Oh, the drama. The shade of it all. Mm. The richness... Well, I'll read this last part. The richness of North mythology and folklore continues to... Mesmerized people of all ages. You got that right. You damn skipping. And backgrounds immersed as the sages, we let our imagination go wild as we learn of old worlds and consider new and exciting interpretations. Yeah, no shit. They ought to try meeting some of the gods for real. Okay, y'all. Let me stop. Let me not be mean. Okay, and I'm going to give the, whatchamacallit, I'll leave the link, you know, I'll put it in, you know. Anyway. Moving the hell on for a second. Whew, that was a whole lot. That was fucking a whole lot today. I'm sorry. Anyway, that was just a whole lot.
All right. I know I'm 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 running cuz I'm sorry. I'm checking my damn phone for bullshit right now because sometimes I need a fucking minute just to, you know, cut the shit. All right. Anyway, if you heard my phone buzzing, I'm sorry. Ugh. I always think it's something important and it is, but Anyway, let me move the hell on. Alright, so, the next part is we're going to go over the, the seven colors of the rainbow and their meanings explained. And, of course, I'm going to, you know, give you the link to the website so you can read it on your own. Because you know I'm going to have conjecture. You know I'm going to be kidding around all that bullshit. We all know I'm going to do all that. But, I can at the very least give you the link. Alright, am I going to, yeah, um... Well, you know what? Here's what we're going to do, because I like to take forever. I'm just going to go straight to the point. Because I'd be here all day, and you can read, you can read the article for yourself. In depth. Okay. So, skip ahead. The colors of the rainbow and their meanings. Red. My favorite color, incidentally. At least one of them. Red is listed first because it is the first color in the rainbow's arc. It kind of is. It also has the longest wavelength of any of the colors represented. It is also color-packed with vibrancy and strong emotions. Mm, I guess so. It is. I'm just being. I'm just being ridiculous with y'all. But but what you're saying is true, though. Okay. Anyway. Sorry, I'm just trying to save the link. So when I put it in. And the show, you all got that. Okay. Okay, there we go. Alright, as I was saying, excuse me. For Christians, red symbolizes energy and wisdom. Yeah, I can see that. For Buddhists and Hindus, red corresponds with the... With a mudra... I can't pronounce it. It basically corresponds with the red chakra, which is grounding. Or the root chakra, basically, I think. Well, whatever, you get the idea. Anywho, because I was not even going to try and pronounce that word. Anyway, but it is an article, so you can read it for yourself. Even without religious significance, red is a powerful color with strong emotion. You ain't, you ain't wrong on that. It's heavily pigment. It is a heavily, heavily pigmented color, which naturally links to its strong feelings and emotions. Hmm, explains a lot. Red is never used to illustrate weakness or sub... Or sub what the hell? <laughs> That's a struggle word for me, too. Sub... Basically being subtle, but I'm going to spell it for y'all. S-U-B-T-L-E-T-Y. Instead, it is used in nearly every country, culture, to designate danger or to issue a warning. you damn right. Think of the red light, y'all. Mm-hmm. Or the red light district. Oh, anyway, let's not go there today. Mm. Red always captures our attention and tells us something important is happening. Mm-hmm. Throughout famous literature, red is used to represent passion, hostility, and war. Well, that explains a lot for me, too. All right, enough of my commentary. I know. When it comes to roses, for example, red represents the strongest form of love. It, it, it also... It is also the color used to represent evil and the devil. That's some foul-ass shit, but I guess. But I love me some red rose. That's my favorite. Just in case y'all were wondering, which you probably weren't, but I'm going to tell you anyway. 
In Japan and China, red is the most revered color of the rainbow. See, there we go. That I like. Which is why brides in China have traditionally worn red. Now, I like that! Mm-hmm. I like that shit. Thanks for my next hand fastening or wedding. I'm wearing red, too. Fuck all that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on. The red of the rainbow represents the following. Enthusiasm, passion, security, vitality. Well, honey, we all need some of that. Okay. Next color, orange. The second color of the rainbow orange is a warm, vibrant color. It is typically a happy color that makes people feel friendly and comfortable. Not in prison, apparently. Oh, there's not enough of it. Just saying. Allegedly. A mix of the colors on either side of it, red and yellow. Orange feeds off both. <laughs> I explained a lot. For intense, the happiness of yellow and the vitality of red combined to make the color orange. Good to know, actually. Plus, oranges taste good, too. Anyway, according to the chakra system, orange in, the con in this content represents the energy often associated with creativity, sexuality, and fertility. Mm -hmm. In addition to the chakra system, orange represents creativity and the ability to relax and enjoy life. Mm. In, in addition to the chakra system, Orange represents creativity and ability to relax and enjoy life. But it's important to understand that not all oranges are created equal. Oh, you ain't kidding. Burnt orange. Burnt orange represents tension and aggression. I explained a lot. Dark orange represents ambition. Golden orange represents self-control. Peachy orange represents good manners. People need that more does. Anyway... Typically speaking, the light, the lighter shades of orange are most associated with positive feelings and emotions. The oranges of the the orange of the rainbow represents the following: endurance, prevalence, perseverance, rather, and strength. Okay. Whew, say that three times fast. Okay. Moving on. Yellow is the happiest color in the rainbow. The color of sunshine. Yellow is a mixture of red and green. See, I didn't know all that. See, I'm learning too, y'all. It represents energy and warmth. It is often associated with happiness, clear thinking, and communication. Often, yellow is linked with inspiration. If you're looking to start a new creative project or endeavor, put something yellow where you can easily see and appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yellow occurs naturally throughout our world in the form of egg yolks, sunflowers, lemons, bees. It is often used to illustrate a happy face. God, I ain't kidding. Let's look at Watchmen, y'all. Anyway, moving on. The most luxurious color in the rainbow, yellow, is known to capture our attention more easily, easily than any other color. Perhaps this is why the most common highlighter color is yellow. Bottom line, it's hard to miss something that is yellow. Oh, yeah, no shit. No, use yellow sparingly. Oh, God. Too much yellow can actually send the opposite message. Yeah, no shit. Too, too much yellow causes people to feel judgmental and critical. Oh, God. Anyway, the yellow of the rainbow represents the following. Awareness, cheerfulness, energy, and orderliness. Maybe that's why mom liked that color. I don't know. 
But anyway, side note. Mom, my mom does look nice in yellow, to a point. Anyway, we're moving on. Green. Once more with feeling, green. Located in the middle of the rainbow, green is the color of life. Here, here in the West, West, if I can pronounce it, it is also a color of symbolizing wealth, which is why our money is green. It is also a refreshing color, refreshing color that symbolizes growth and renewal. But green is also a bit of a... What the fuck? See, they keep giving me these struggle words, y'all. Struggle words. Dichotomy? Is that right? Bit of a dichotomy. I'll spell it. D-I-C-H-O-T-O-M-Y. Dichotomy? Is that right? Well, it's something. Anyway... Yes, I guess we're having a whole bunch of struggle words today. On one hand, green represents life and growth. Mm -hmm. And on the other hand, it represents envy. Yeah, it's economy. Okay. Enter every... Ever heard the phrase green green with envy? Girl, I hear hear that every day. What they talking about? Anyway, maybe there's there's a finer line between wealth and envy than we realize. Are they fucking kidding me with that? I'm sorry, I'm just being bitchy, but yeah, no shit. But they are right, I'm just being bitchy because it's fun. Anyway, moving on. Because so much of our plant life is green, and this color is often linked to nature and living naturally. Recycling and using natural products is something referred to as green living. When people decide to start replacing synthetic products with more natural products, it is said they are going green. That is true. Interestingly, the human eye is capable of distinguishing more variations of the color than any other color in a rainbow. See, I did not know that, actually. So I'm learning something new here, too, y'all. The green of the rainbow represents the following. Growth, health, nature, and wealth. Say that three times fast, y'all. Just saying. Anti-way blue. Side note, that's my twin's favorite color. But anyway, we're not here to discuss that today. That could be another thing. Okay, now I won't torture you that one. Anyway, the color of the sky and the ocean. Blue represents peace, relaxation, and stability. This is no surprise when people want to relax. They often seek out water. Even just changing out the wallpaper on a computer background to an ocean scene can be beneficial in this regard. That kind of makes sense when you think about it. Anyway, moving on. Because this is the color of the heavens, it is often associated with divinity and used to illustrate trust and loyalty. It is a stabilizing color, but it also sometimes used to illustrate melancholy, thus the Monday blues. Mm-hmm. The blues is a famous music genre that originated in the deep south and is categorized by mellow sounds. Blue is a well-loved color with many healing and confronting properties. Note, too much blue can make people feel rigid. Oof, you ain't kidding. It's a good color to include in moderation. Mm, very true. Side note, my mom hated getting blue cards because the paint faded too damn fast. Or at least what it did with us. So, just a side note there for anybody. The blue of the rainbow represents the following. Calm, communication, knowledge, and peace. Hmm. 
Indigo. Indigo is the most disputed color in a rainbow. <laughs> oh, shit. For years, scientists and weather hab- hobbyists have argued whether indigo belongs on the list at all since it, it's hard to distinguish. Is indigo truly deserving of its own place, or are people simply seeing blue and violet? Well, who the hell knows? Obviously, they're seeing some version of that. What the fuck? Anyway, people are so annoying. Allegedly. Along the same lines, people have long tried to answer this question. Is indigo blue or purple? Well, I could see it go either way in my defense, in their defense, so whatever. The answer is both. Well, there you go. That's probably why I see it either way. I am it's hard to see sometimes, so I get it, but sometimes people need to shut the fuck up. Anyway, although if you want to get more specific, indigo is three quarters blue and one quarter purple. Well, that makes more sense, actually. No one's harder to make out sometimes, but still, it's still a color. So why it's indigo? Anyway, a mix of purple and blue. Indigo is the color of the midnight sky. Well, see, that's why we can't distinguish it sometimes. People oh, so annoying. Next, because of this, indigo encourages individuals to think more deeply about life and has strong connection to spiritualism and inward thinking. Well, hello. It also represents mystery. Like other colors in the rainbow, it's important not to get overboard with indigo. That's true. Too much indigo results in a person feeling intolerant, judgmental, and, and avoidant. Mm-hmm. Too much inward thinking can result in frustration or angst. <laughs> Have we seen any WB shows lately? I'm just saying. Use in moderation. However, indigo can be very useful. The indigo of the, rep- the, indigo of the rainbow represents the following. Awareness, intuition, spiritual attune, attainment, or attune, yeah, attainment, wisdom. Okay. Whew. Okay. I need a second. All right, I'm back, y'all. Violet. Violet is one of the most loved colors of the rainbow, with good reason. Whereas red has the strongest wavelength in the rainbow, violet has the shortest located on the opposite end of the rainbow. From red. Well, that explains why I don't always see it. So that makes actually a lot of sense, y'all. Look at the opposite side of the rainbow from red. Well, that explains that, like I said. Moving on. Violet is the most suitable... Subtle... Is it subtle? Subtle? Whatever, you get the It's S-U-B-T-I-L-E. Again, one of those struggle words for me. Color of all. But do not mistake sub being subtle, basically, for weakness. Or subtle. Well, you get the idea, shit. Anyway. Violet has its own unique superpowers. Well, no shit, Sherlock. People who are around the color Violet report feeling more empathetic and kind. For example, Violet is also associated with individuality and selflessness. Created from red and blue, Violet is a lighter shade of the color purple and therefore shares some of the same meanings. The violet of the represents the violet of the rainbow represents the following: creativity, imagination, luxury, mystery, and royalty. Well, no shit. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, I'm not over. I'm not gonna read all this because Lord, I'm taking forever. Ah, <laughs> uh, do I really want to read the Bible and the colors of the rainbow? Ah, uh, fuck it. I mean, we're here now, so. I'm just going to skip ahead to the main parts because I take forever. Meaning we're going to do Angels of the Colors shit. 
We'll be here all goddamn week if I don't stop that. Mm-mm. But again, I'm going to give the link to the article and you can read it at your leisure. Okay. Blue, Angel Michael, Power Protection. Yellow, Angel Jophiel, J-O-P-H-I-E-L. Thoughts, Wisdom. I may be pronouncing the angel's name wrong. I'm sorry if I am. Jophiel, please forgive me. Pink, Angel, Cami, Angel Camiel, or Camiel, Love Relationships. White, Angel Gabriel, or Gabriel, or Gabriel, or Gabriel, or whatever you get the idea. My bad, Gabriel. Purity and Harmony. Green, Angel Raphael, Healing Prosperity. Red, Angel Uriel, or Uriel. Wise Servants Energy. Purple, Angel Zekiel. Z-A-D-I-K-I-E-L. Again, forgive me. Mercury Transformation. Alright, so basically, you get the idea of what this is. Uh, in, you know, All the details will be in the article, and I'll put it in... Whatchamacallit. In the link. Alright, now that I said all that, again, for the billionth and tenth time. Now we're going to go over briefly a couple things. To finish off the show. First. As some of you know about leprechauns. They have the pot of gold. And the rainbows attached to them. Loosely. So there's also that. Especially if you find the pot of gold. Theoretically. You find the rainbow. And it finds them. And well it has a whole bunch of finding with the rainbow. Taste the rainbow. Taste the gold. You get the idea. Oh and Skittles is a taste of rainbow. So that's a side note too. Shout out to Skills, shout out to Leprechauns. Okay. Side note on those two things. Alright. Rainbow Flag. I'll, it's on Wikipedia. I'll give the link. I may or may not read all of it, so please forgive me if I don't read it, but I will give the link. Alright. The Rainbow Flag is a symbol of lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, aka the LGBT. Oh, it's now the LGBT plus community. Alrighty then. And queer pride and the LGBT social movements. So, yeah, alright. Probably should have read that first. But anyway, you get the idea. Also known as the, as the gay pride flag. Or the LGBT pride flag. Alright, you get the idea. And of course, as you know, we read earlier, the chakras do with the colors, so... You know, most of the colors I read earlier belong with the chakras as well, give or take, depending on who you talk to. So, let me just throw that in quickly. All right. Back to the last part of this conversation. The colors represent the diversity of the LGBTQ community and the spectrum of human sexuality and gender. Using a rainbow flag as a symbol of gay pride began in San Francisco, but eventually became common at LGBT rights events worldwide. Originally devised by the by artist Gilbert Baker, yeah Baker, the design has undergone several revisions since its debut in 1978. First to remove colors, then restore them based on availability of fabrics. That makes sense. Baker's first rainbow flag had eight colors, though the most common variant of consistence of six stripes, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, and violet. The flag is typically flown 
horizontally, horizontally, if I can pronounce that word. There you, there you go. Not a strickle word. With a red stripe on top, as it would be in the natural rainbow. Anyway. A, a LGBT individuals and allies currently use rainbow flags, many rainbow-themed items, and other schemes as an outward symbol of... Yeah, schemes. Okay. An outward symbol of their identity or subject or support. In addition to the rainbow, many other flags and symbols are used to communicate specific identities within the LGBT community. Okay. So we'll read a little bit of the origin. They gave a summary. So here we go. Buckle up. This is going to be a little history lesson for me too, y'all. Gilbert Baker, born in 1951 and raised in Parsons, Kansas, had served, if I can pronounce that word, it should not be a struggle word, had served in the U.S. Army between 1970 and 72. After an honorable discharge, Baker taught himself to sew in 1974. Baker met Harvey Milk, an influential gay leader who later challenged, changed, challenged, challenged, Later challenged Baker to devise a symbol of pride that for the gay community. There we go. The original gay pride flag flags. The original gay pride flags flew at the San Francisco Gay Freedom Day Parade celebration on the June 25th, 1978. Prior to that event, the pink triangle had been used as a symbol of the, for the LGBT community. Good Lord. All right. Not in the bad one. This one, okay. See, I learned something new here today. Despite representing a dark chapter in the history of homosexuality, see that part I knew. I just didn't know they kept using it up until that point. So, see, I learned something new right along with y'all. The Nazi regime had used a pink triangle to to identify and stigmatize men entered as homosexuals in the concentration camps. Well, of course they did. Just like they bastardized the. The swastika, because that was a Norse symbol. And I think Hindu or Indian symbol, too. Anyway, so you see, I'm, I'm pissed the fuck off. For both counts. Moving on. Rather than relying on a tool of, on a Nazi tool of oppression, mm, it sure was, the community sought a new inspiring symbol. Which makes sense. A close friend of Baker's independent filmmaker... Author J. Branson Jr. Branson Jr.? I think it's Branson. Branson Jr. Pat present Good Lord. Pressed him to create a new symbol of the at a, the dawn of a new gay consciousness and freedom. According to a profile published in the Bay Area Reporter in 1985, Baker chose a rainbow motif because of its association with the hippie movement of the 60s but he notes that the use of the design dates all the way back to ancient Egypt. See? There we go. Other things I did not know about. And I'm learning right along with y'all. Baker also has, also may have been inspired by the Judy Garland song, Over the Rainbow. Garland, among being among the first gay icons, she sure was, y'all. Probably still is in some level. In addition, Baker was also likely influenced by the flag of the races 
with five horizontal stripes, red, white, brown, yellow, and black, popular among the world peace and hippie movement of the 60s. The first rainbow flags commissioned by the fledgling Pride Committee were produced by a team that included artist Lynn... Good Lord, here we go, these struggle words. S-E-G-E-R Blum. Blum. Seeger Blum was that no was then known as a fairy God damn it. Again with these struggle words. People are not on my side today, I'm just playing. Fairy A R G A G Y L E Rainbow. Mm-hmm. According to her, she created the original dyeing pro- process for the flags. Thirty volunteers hand dyed and stitched the first two flags for the parade. For the parade, excuse me. The original flag design had eight stripes with a specific meaning associated. If I can pronounce it, associated to each of the colors. Hot pink, sex. I guess. Yeah, I guess I can see that. Red life. Yeah, I can see orange healing. Yeah, that makes sense. Although anyway, moving on. Yellow sunlight, green nature, turquoise magic art. Yeah, I could see that. Serenity, indigo, and violent spirit. Yeah, I guess I could see that. Okay, am I going to read anything else here? Um, This is a whole lot. I'm going to leave the rest of the article. Just because I feel like I'm taking forever and it's dragging. So I'm going to leave it here. However, I will go to 1978 to 79, and then from there you can read if you want yourself. 1978 to 1979, after the assassination assassination of gay San Francisco City Supervisor Harvey Milk, on November 27, 1978, demand for the rainbow flag greatly increased in their response that Paramount Fly Company began selling a version using stock color fabric with seven stripes, red, orange, yellow, green, turquoise, blue, and violet. As Banker ramped up production of his version of the flag, he too dropped the hot pink stripe because fabric in that color was not readily available. San Francisco-based Paramount Flag Co., also began selling a surplus stock of Rainbow Girls. Rainbow Girls flags? Okay. From its retail store on the, on the southwest corner of Polk and Post, at which Gilbert Baker was an employee. Well, all right then. In 1979, the flag was modified again, aiming to decorate the street lamps along with the parade route. With hundreds of rainbow banners, Baker decided to split the motif into an even number of stripes flaking each lamp pole. Alright, well, goddamn. To achieve this effect, he dropped the turquoise stripe that he had been used in the, in the seven stripe flags. The result was the six stripe version of the flag that would become a standard for future production. Red, orange, yellow, b- green, blue, and violet. Okay, so, you get the idea. And from there... I'm going to end it right there. You guys can read the rest of the article if you want to, because it feels like I'm dragging y'all. So, in conclusion, the rainbow is not, it doesn't really belong to anybody. 
Or rather, it doesn't belong to just one group. It belongs to magic users and non-magic users. The gosses and gods. The fae. People who are, well, gay. And everything that goes with that. It belongs to the Christian. It belongs to the angelics. It belongs to very nature itself. So, in the end, the rainbow is for everybody. And I hope we can learn that we all can learn to share. And yet still have something for ourselves at the same time. Without taking away or harming anybody else. In conclusion. Anyway. I have been your host for One Drunk Hope Podcast. Thank you for your time. Samota B. Empower the Gosses and Gods. Thank you all for your time. See you soon. Thank you.